Hello, Mindful Minis, and welcome to the Mindful Mini Podcast. It's me, Emily. I'm so glad you're going to join me this week for our little chat, and I'm so excited because I thought we could learn about meditation together. And what makes me so excited to share this topic with you and learn about this with you is that it's something that's helped me so much in my own life. So before we begin anything else, I want to take a moment, and maybe you want to close your eyes for this. And maybe you don't, and that's totally okay too. But I want you to think, what's the first thing you think about when I say the word meditation? Is it someone sitting in a quiet place with nothing in their minds, thinking about absolutely nothing? For many people, and even myself when I was a kid, that's exactly what came to mind when I thought I I was meditating. I thought I had to think about nothing. But the truth is, is that it's not actually true. Our minds are like a bumblebee buzzing from flower to flower. It goes all over the place. Some flowers that the bee lands on, it's only there for a second. And other times, it stays a little longer and gets some more pollen. Now picture the flower as our thoughts and the bee as our mind. We buzz around from thought to thought. Some we think about for only a split second, and others we spend more time thinking about. Our minds are a busy place, and they have lots to do, so turning all those thoughts off is a wild task. What I'm trying to say here is that meditation is not emptying our minds, but more or less slowing our minds down and noticing our thoughts and becoming more mindful. And if we want more information on mindfulness or we want to learn what it is, Check out the first episode on this podcast. So back thousands of years ago, this is when meditation first started. It was originally a way of connecting to something bigger, like a great source of power. But now meditation is more used as a way to relax and help people with anxiety and stress. When we meditate, we get to spend time with ourselves and our minds. This is super cool because we get to learn a lot about ourselves. The more we hang out with ourselves and focus on our thoughts, the easier they are to let them leave our minds. So remember when I was talking about the bees? Well, kind of like in this situation, when there's a flower that's really nice and it makes us feel good and there's lots of pollen in it, we'll stay on that flower a little longer, but eventually we take all the pollen from it and there's no need for that flower anymore. So we, we just don't really go back to that flower. The bee finds other flowers and eventually like it takes so much pollen from these flowers that there's only a couple flowers left and that's eventually what will happen with your thoughts is we think about them but eventually they'll be less and less just like there were flowers until there's only a couple thoughts left in our mind and the more we practice meditation the quicker we'll be able to slow down our minds But it's not something that happens right away. And I want us to remember that. You can't meditate once and think about only a couple things. It takes a lot of practice. I mean, you might be able to, but it's not for most of us. Since we are always growing and becoming more and more, it means that we have more and more to learn about ourselves all the time. And that meditation is something that will be good for us all the time because we're always growing. And so we always have to learn about ourselves. 
Each time we meditate, it can be different. One time you might be able to focus and you might be able to focus on your breath the whole time where the next day you might not be able to focus on it all and you might be bouncing around from thought to thought. One time you might be able to picture things if you're doing a visual meditation where the next time you're not able to do that at all. One time you might be calm and the next time you might just be overwhelmed from your day or from whatever. You might enjoy it one day and then the next day you could really dislike meditation. So it can be different every time we do it and there are so many different ways that it can change and be different for each person. Now what we're going to start talking about here is how meditation is good for us and what it does in our bodies and brains. And there's going to be some pretty big words here, but I wouldn't get upset if we don't understand them and I wouldn't worry too much about what they do and their names. It's not that important, but I did want to give our friends an oppor- who did want to hear this an opportunity to learn it. So remember, the words are big and they can be confusing. So the main thing that I want us to remember for this section is that meditation is good for us. We have two parts of something called our nervous system. All our nervous system is, is it's our body's command center. So it's the part that makes us move, breathe, digest our food, it makes our heart beat, and makes us blink. It controls all the things we don't need to think about. So now that we maybe understand the nervous system a little bit more, we're going to learn about its two major parts. The first one is more on is the more unpleasant one. It's the one that makes our heart beat quicker. It's the one that chooses what we're going to do in stressful and dangerous situations by releasing something called a hormone, which is basically like a little messenger that travels in our butt, blood. It releases into our body and makes us super alert and ready to do what we need to do in dangerous situations. This part is called the sympathetic nervous system. So the second part, the second major part to our nervous system is the parasympathetic nervous system. And this is the one that is more calming. It's resting. It helps us calm ourselves down after that stressful situation. So here's a mini quiz for you guys. When we are meditating, what do we think we're turning on? Is it A, the sympathetic nervous system, the one, so sympathetic nervous system, the one that makes us stressed out and thinks we're in danger, or is it B, the parasympathetic nervous system? The one that helps us calm down. And if you chose B, you would be correct. So when we meditate, we activate and so we turn on our parasympathetic nervous system. Our sympathetic nervous system, so the one that makes us feel overwhelmed, has been around humans since we were probably around like the dinosaurs and we were just cave people. 
This was obviously useful back then because we needed to know when we were in danger and respond quickly. Like if a velociraptor, so the dinosaur, was around, we needed to know what to do and how to respond. But there aren't too many dangers like that anymore. I mean, there are still dangers, but no dinosaur chasing us. The sympathetic nervous system, so the stress system, doesn't know the difference between a T-Rex chasing us and a stressful speech or presentation we need to make to the class. Meditation can help us turn off the stress system, the sympathetic nervous system, and turn on the relaxing parasympathetic nervous system. Remember, these are super big terms, and a lot of adults struggle with remembering them. So don't get too over overwhelmed or upset if we are having a hard time remembering the names. It's a lot of information. Just remember this one thing. Meditation is good for us because it can help chill us out and calm us down. So do we remember when we first started this episode and I asked what the first thing was that we thought about when I said the word meditation and how I said that most people think it's someone sitting in silence with nothing in their mind? And if you didn't think that, that's okay too. Don't be too upset. Meditation would be a lot easier if everything was silent, just like we pictured, and there were no distractions. But usually that's not the case. There's loud cars, there's parents, there's siblings, there's pets, and there's so much more loud and distracting things. And I understand how it could be hard to try meditating in a loud space filled with these distractions, maybe even more distractions. And I have a hard time with it too. I struggle with getting frustrated with things that are loud or distract me. But the cool part about this is it gives us an opportunity to notice what we're thinking and not become what we are thinking. So we notice that we're frustrated with our sibling, but we don't become frustrated with our sibling. So we want to try and notice this with out trying to force ourselves to change what we're thinking about or what emotion we're feeling and just allow ourselves to see it almost as if it was a flower and we were a bee flying right over top of it. And then once we've noticed this, once we've noticed the thought that might be upsetting us, we just come back to our deep breaths, noticing our breath. With meditation, there are many ways we can practice it. You don't just have to sit in one spot and focus your thoughts on one thing. You can do something that's called a guided meditation. It's almost like a story in our minds. We follow what is being said and we begin to picture it or we just listen to it. It's super helpful if we're learning to meditate and even if we do know how to meditate, they're still pretty fun to do. Another way we can meditate is doing walking meditations. This isn't really much different from a sitting meditation other than you go on a walk. You still notice your breath while walking and you still take note of anything that might pop into your head. Same as you would do if you were sitting. This can be good for anyone who doesn't want to sit long and who can't really sit still. This is actually how I started meditating myself. The last form of meditation I'm going to talk to you guys about today is body scans. This is what where you lay flat on your back and you're going to start at your toes and you notice anything you feel there. 
And then you're going to move up your feet, your ankles, noticing your calf and shin. So that's the lower part of your leg. Noticing your thighs, so the upper portion of your legs. Noticing your hips, your back, your belly. Noticing your chest. Notice your fingers, your wrist. Noticing your arms, your shoulders. Anything you feel in your neck, jaw. Maybe noticing if you're scrunching your eyes up really, really tight or if they're relaxed. And, and just taking a mental note of what you feel in any of these spots. These are really good to practice if you're starting meditation as it kind of keeps your focus on one thing. There are many different ways we can meditate and there are different types of meditation. And maybe now that we know what meditation is, I can post some on here for you guys. But until then, if you want to practice meditation, there are so many meditations on YouTube you can follow. There are meditations, um, classes maybe you guys can attend. Maybe you can rent a meditation book from the library. There are so many different options for us out there. Um, but I do want you to remember one thing, that when we're meditating, it's not easy. And it's something that needs a lot of practice. And it's something that as we practice, it starts to become easier for us to calm down and come into the and come into that calmer place. So if we if our mind wanders when we're here, that's totally okay. My mind still wanders too. If you have an itchy foot, scratch it. If you have to go to the bathroom, you can go to the bathroom. It's okay if you move around and get distracted. It happens to pretty much everyone I know that meditates. And they're grown-ups and they've been meditating for a lot longer than we have. So don't become too upset with yourself if you think you're not like good at meditation because there is no good and bad at meditation. So don't get too upset with yourself. Be sure to get your parents to like rate and subscribe to this podcast so we can learn more together. You can follow me on Instagram at mindful underscore underscore. So that's two underscores, minis with an S and then another underscore where I share lots of more cool information and different things we can try and practice together. Talk to you soon, mindful minis. I hope you have a kind, mindful and amazing week. Love you all.